This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Grizzly. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to North Atlanta's Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we're here with Dr. Kareen Frew with Muna Fertility. Hi, Dr. Frew. How are you? Hey, Stacy. I'm doing really well and really excited to be here. Well, we are so happy to have you. As we were uh, chatting during the pre-interview, I told you that this, you're the first person from your specialty that we've had on here. So I'm really excited to introduce you to North Atlanta and uh, tell them about your business. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> let's go ahead. And if you will, Dr. Fru, go ahead and tell listeners about Muna Fertility. Well, Muna Fertility is, uh, in my mind, the brainchild and the product of 10 years worth of effort. Our focus is on compassionate, inclusive reproductive care, because I have felt for a while that that is something that is missing. And so we have set up a full service clinic that offers all assisted reproductive services, including IUIs and IVF and embryo creation and transfer. And uh, we're we're just so excited to be here. Wow! And so, tell our listeners that you said that this, you know, as a, is a result of of ten years of effort. So, tell our listeners a little bit about your journey into Muna Fertility. So, Muna in Akum, which is my home language, I was born in Cameroon, means my child. And so. Beautiful. The gestation period has been 10 years because that's how much time I have spent as a subspecialist in fertility. And over that period of time, I have set up two separate clinics from scratch, one of them actually being in Atlanta. And it was a corporate backed, so investment capital. And I realized that when somebody else is investing, they the focus becomes not so much the patients, but uh, the profits. And so Muna is my effort to step back from that and focus on the patients because they're the ones who bring me the most joy, not to mention the cutest babies. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I personally have had some, uh, uh, experience being a patient myself. And so this is my opportunity to put into practice everything I have learned along the way about being the kind of doctor that I wish I had at some moments in my in my life. Wow. Well, what great experience to bring to the table, you know, having set up other fertility clinics, one being in Atlanta that we shall shall remain nameless. I don't even oh, know which one it is. But seriously, what great experience, what better experience, you know, could you possibly have to bring to the table? And then now, you know, putting it all into practice, figuring out what you liked and didn't like maybe about those, those different practices, especially the, the I, I, I totally get the, the corporate financing uh, piece and it does become about the money. And when you're passionate and you clearly are about your profession, you, you really 
hate for it to, you know, the bottom line of your business to be all about how much money you're able to make, you know? And so uh, I'm really happy to hear that, that this has all worked out. <laughs> how exciting. And you, I, we chatted, hit on this in the, the pre-interview as well, but you're relatively new uh, to Atlanta's or, or, well, you're not, but, but Muna is relatively oh, new. Yes. Yeah, Muna yes. was in late August, and we started seeing patients November 1. And um, we currently see patients virtually, so you don't have to travel. Um, you may not know this, but all the fertility clinics in Georgia are largely centered around Atlanta, with a few outposts in Columbus and uh, um, Savannah on the coast. And so if you are in the parts of Georgia, which is the majority, that doesn't have access to a, a compassionate doctor that you get along with and who is focused on you, you have to drive to see them. And so we try and make it convenient after a patient fills uh, out their application online and they get scheduled, their first visit is virtual. And then only if they need to physically be touched for a procedure, do they then come to our partner location to get ultrasounds and blood draws and get their procedures done like the IUI or um, IVF retrievals and transfers. So we really Wonderful. try it super accessible. Yeah, well, and it simplifies it, and and less, you know, like you said, less travel. Especially, I didn't know. Yeah, that was definitely something something new to me. That that you know, with the exception of Columbus and Savannah, Atlanta is where all the fertility clinics are. I had, I had no idea. So that does lessen drive time if you know if you're having to to you know drive just for your initial consult. I, I love that you do virtual or a mix, you know, a blend. <laughs> well, so Dr. Fru, what are some myths, and I got, I imagine in your industry, there are lots, but what are some myths or misconceptions about your industry that you might want to clear up with our listeners today? Uh, the, the first one I would like to dispel is that it's all a woman's fault. It uh. takes two people to get pregnant. No one can reproduce asexually. So uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I know about half the time, it comes down to uh, something going on with the sperm. And, and the men don't really, we don't talk about that as much. So that's a big myth I have to dispel because the women come in thinking, oh my God, everything's wrong with me. And I go, no, no, it, it may be that there's something that needs to be rectified on your end, but we need to check out your partner as well. So that's one of the, the big myths. The other one, uh, which I think the industry has perpetuated, is that uh, we have a 100% success rate. And um, mm. reproduction is inefficient. And I like setting very realistic, achievable goals that are based on the age and presentation of my patients so that what they tell me are their goals can actually be achieved. And if and they have a reasonable expectation of what the outcome is going to be. And some people think um, that, you know, IVF is a cure all and it it isn't. It's maybe the most aggressive tool that we have in our tool belt, but it isn't 100 percent either, even in the best case scenario. 
And um, the final myth that I'd like to dispel is that all uh, reproductive endocrinologists, doctors like myself, are just in it for the money. We are not. At least I know I'm not. And we're not a, a monolith. And we do this job, uh, for me in particular, because uh, growing up in Africa, if you were not able to have a child, you got replaced. And oh that goodness. driving force for wanting, A, wanting to take care of women. So I specialized in OBGYN. And then I subspecialized in reproductive endocrinology and infertility. So, wow. wow, that what, you know, what a eye opening statement you just made, you know, like the, in Africa or, you know, you're where you were raised, if you couldn't reproduce, you were replaced. And that is just I, my heart just literally, I mean, I felt like someone sucker punched me when you said that, like what is, what is just a horrible realization. Um, but it, what a beautiful thing that you're bringing again, more that you're bringing to the table. You know, I, I imagine that that really increases your level of empathy and, um, and, and reason, you know, real, you know, your, your why for doing this. And I, I think that's that, uh, thank you for I sharing that dogged and invested in my patients. And so I'm quick to tell people who are unhappy with my care that it is just too important to not trust and partner with your doctor. So if I'm not the right doctor for you, go find one that is. Right. Right. Well, and it, and I would imagine too, you know, we again talked about this during the pre-interview a little bit. Um, I have a friend who went through fertility issues and, and was just a really tough struggle. And I would imagine, you know, I, I've never been in, in that position myself, but just watching her go through that struggle, you know, it, the how crucial it is to be partnered. I like that you call it, you know, a partnership because it really is between, you know, patient and doctor um, to hopefully, you know, have the, the desired result of a beautiful baby. <laughs> so uh, that's, uh, that would definitely need to be a, a workable, you know, working uh, partnership. And I love that you, you know, you kind of hinted on smart goals, you know, achievable, attainable goals and being able to set those. And, and I love that you, you know, set the expectation up front, you know, like if, uh, if this is not 100% going to work, <laughs> you know, like in that you're realistic with them and so that they can know how to, to, you know, what to hope for and, and um, how realistic that, that goal is. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, and I think you did say this, but it, that's different for every patient, I would imagine, right. you know, based on, it's, yeah. It is individualized care. So your yep. care is going to be determined by what your situation, your testing and your personal uh, com internal compass points you towards what things you're yeah. willing, not willing to do. And that is influenced by your financial, social, uh, religious, uh, societal context, because each patient comes in a unique context. And that needs to be part of the discussion. Yep. I love it. it's individualized. That's wonderful. Okay, Dr. Fru, we're going to shift gears. Let's get to know you outside of work. So when you are not working, what do you do for fun? I grow things. <laughs> I grow 
I have plants all over my my home, my office, every space that I occupy has a plant in it. Um, and mm. I, uh, I, I crochet and oh. I, uh, I have a, a chicken. There used to be four <laughs> that lives have in the bank. I love it. Four <laughs> eggs and now she's just a pet chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with my dog. I know. I I live such a boring life. I I, I grow no, and that is and absolutely I, phenomenal. Phenomenal. You grow things and you have a chicken. And you take care of things and, and you crochet. <laughs> it's fabulous. And I play pretend professionally with uh, toddlers. I have That's a, a awesome. girl and a three year old, and um, I'm the the fill in monster uh, or shark or you know whatever scary thing needs to be part of the game or <laughs> unicorn sometimes if I'm lucky I get to be a unicorn. Wait, that would be my first choice. I would ask, can I please be the unicorn? <laughs> I tried once and they just shot me down. I mean, yeah. Maybe don't tell them what you want to be and then hope for the best. <laughs> there you go. So if you tell them what you want, they might give you something else on purpose. <laughs> you can definitely give me something else. Nobody trolls me more than my kids. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's, it, it is kind of, uh, it, it, I don't know, it's symbolic maybe that you are, you have a, such a green thumb and you grow things and have plants all over and you also work in fertility to, to grow things. So I think that's kind of neat. I, I have a, a, I don't know, gosh, a, a charcoal gray thumb, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I've tried to grow. I cannot eat a, like the most simple house plant, like orchids that people have given me. If like to, I, I kill them all. Not my heart. Oh, I thought that was easy. temperamental. Oh no, orchids are temperamental. I will make it a, a point to find you a plant that will still be living a year later on your desk. Oh, that would be. Amazing, but I have found like like I've really tried either overwater or like I get like really excited about nurturing them, and I'm like, yeah, I think you look. How about I get your <laughs> in water, and all you have to do is keep the glass full. Hey, that would be amazing. Please, <laughs> <laughs> we'll Stacy. Okay, well, Doctor Free, I'm counting on it because I have killed, and it breaks my heart. Like I really have. <laughs> I, really I keep my promises. Guilty. That's something I get. A, it, I get attached to the plant, and then it dies, and I feel so no, like there's morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, we need to get you. See, I I think plants are like uh, diagnostic um, uh, plans. You have okay. to tailor it to the person taking care okay. of it. Well, and I think I'm going to need a cactus. <laughs> it, it, no, no cacti, cacti are okay. succulents are hard. Oh, so okay. See, I think this is what's wrong. I'm getting the wrong plants. <laughs> exactly. That is it. It's not that you cannot take care of plants. It's that you're trying to take care of the wrong plants. Well, the ones I thought were really easy. <laughs> so oh. I, that's where I they, see Dr. Fru. People are going to start coming to you about their, their plant care. and. <laughs> I mean, we do it things. all. We do it all. I, I, I tend to try and convert everybody who says they have a black thumb to, yeah. Yeah. here's a plant for you. Here's a plant for you. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be looking years from now.
Oh my goodness. Well, so we're going to get a little more serious now. And I ask this of all of our guests and I was just hoping for you to share a hardship or a challenge that you have faced in life that you can say now for having been through that experience and come out on the other side, you are better for that today. Um, I think that life is a progressive collection of hardship. And if you get to my age and I'm over 40 uh, and you haven't had that happen to you, then you're uh, um, extremely lucky and in a way impoverished because you don't know how to handle the inevitable grief that will be losing some of your family. Um, And for me, The things that I have been through include uh, an unexplained stroke. And I talk about it openly because it happened when I was uh, uh, 32, when people are not supposed to have strokes, especially with no risk factors and no explanation for it. Everybody I meet especially the doctors, try to comfort themselves by finding a reason why uh, it happened to me. And there isn't one. And Mm. so being learning to be comfortable with knowing that we don't know everything about why bad things happen sometimes to seemingly innocent bystanders. That's a hard thing to learn. And absolutely. I think that in addition to, and then after that, it was followed by my infertility struggles and everybody goes, oh, is that why you went into uh, reproductive endocrinology? And I go, no, I was already at a reproductive endocrinologist. (laughs) 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 And I then proceeded to have like, you know, six miscarriages. Um, But I do have my two, my two kids. And that to me is a point of, of hope. Um, and so oh, I share that sure. that story too very openly uh, because I'm still here. I'm a positive person. I find joy in my work. I find purpose in it. And my job is to meet new people every day and see how I can help them. And you know, right, what's better than that. Well, and, and help them with such a an important, beautiful aspect of life and, you know, of parenthood, you know, like uh, you get to help people become parents. What a, I can't think of a more rewarding career. That sounds absolutely amazing. And I, you know, one thing I want to touch on what you said about your first struggle, having, you know, the stroke at 32 with no real definitive answer of why, you know, and the fact that you're able to, um, you know, push forward and live life joyfully, you know, without fear of, you know, is it going to happen again? And, you know, if, if I don't know what caused it the first time, you know, that you're able to not let fear drive you, but let, you know, live this purposeful, mindful life of, of joy and happiness and bringing joy and happiness to others. That, like, that is a huge, you know, that's what speaks to me about that. You know, I, I think I would, in, in, I would like to think that I would would have your reaction uh, because it's just it's amazing. Uh, but I, I I think I would be uh, you know fear. I think fear would might consume me. You know, um, and and probably a lot. Unfortunate. And then we would miss you know our chats with you. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why do that? Why deprive the world of joy and laughter? 
because yeah. something bad happened. Bad things happen right. all the time. It's how we react yeah. to it that matters. Absolutely. And, and what you said, you said another thing that, that, you know, spoke to me too, you know, people that, that do say, Oh, I haven't really had any hardships and, and we've had those on, you know, on the show. And <laughs> like you said, uh, like how fortunate you are for that, <laughs> how fortunate you are to be, I mean, I don't know how old they are, but, um, and, and that kind of, not preparing them for the inevitable. And like I would imagine mm-hmm. when they do go through something difficult, it's going to be that much more difficult <laughs> for right. not, you know, ever having faced and having had the time to deal with it earlier in life. Yeah. Nope. I hear you. A bad thing is going to come for all of us eventually. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It is inevitable. It definitely well, so getting back to Muna Fertility, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners about Muna Fertility? Absolutely. Um, I would like to share that one in six individuals suffers with infertility. And wow. you are not alone. You know somebody or are sitting right next to someone who is having the struggle right now. Maybe they're diagnosed, maybe they're not. And if you are curious, you do not need a referral. You just need to go on the website and fill out the information and set up a consult. Because some of my consults are, I'm curious about my fertility or I want to freeze my eggs. Oh, I did not even mention that we do that. Um, So (laughs) for, for people who wish, who know already or are not sure whether they wish to become moms and they just are career focused, we can have them freeze their eggs earlier as a bit of a hedge against if they want to have children later, they can go back to those eggs because your eggs don't freeze over time. Right. Right. So so you offer that, but the, the main thing is you don't need a referral. Just go to moonfertility.com and fill out our, you know, our form and we will set up a visit with you and take it from there. And you can ask me all the questions that you want because I budget an hour for our first meeting. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Well, so that you, you, you touched on it, but go ahead and tell our listeners if they want to learn more, if they want to reach out, what are the best ways for them to get in touch with you, Dr. Fru? Okay, we have curated a bunch of information on the website, moonafertility.com. It's got uh, financial resources and therapeutic resources and everything that you might want to need to get started on this journey. And if you just want to listen to me talk some more, you can go on, uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, moonafertility and uh and if you need to get in touch with us, just uh, slide into our DMs. I, I guess that's what the kids say. And uh, I'll, I'll be happy to <laughs> or, or respond to you. But the website, moonafertility.com and at moonafertility on Instagram would be excellent yeah. ways to reach me. And of course, I'm Dr. Kareem Frew on LinkedIn. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> In case you want the more professional side, Dr. Yeah, if you, if you want to talk to <laughs> about, you well, know, I will reach out and connect with you there for sure. Like non-patient <laughs> things, then you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dr. Fru. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on. 
Well, thank you for having me. I was so thrilled to um, find out that we'd be having this chat and giving people a chance to hear about Muna. It means a lot. Well, it has really been a, a pleasure sharing your story. Well, that's all for today's episode, Atlanta. I'm Stacey Risley with the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thanks for listening and for supporting the local businesses and nonprofits of our great community. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast North Atlanta. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthatlanta.com. That's gnpnorthatlanta.com or call 470-946-7007.